Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of Send Him Off, a brand new podcast all about the beautiful game. My name is Sam and joining me is my good mate Alex. What's going on everyone? How are we? So we are complete novices to the podcast game, but one of our favourite things to do is talk football. So we thought, why not turn it into a podcast, even if no one listens? Just to, uh, just so to quantify that, I have actually tried a couple of podcasts before. I've done two episodes of a podcast that I may, I'm depending on how this one goes, I may or may not disclose that one. But <laughs> I've got a, a teeny little bit of experience, but not enough to even worry uh, Joe Rogan. So, you know. So yeah, we both love football. Different. We're gonna we're gonna go for it. Just chat football, so you can expect stats, debates, some. Well, if I know Alex, you're gonna have outrageous football and opinions. So hopefully you'll join us. We'll That's what we're here for. Okay, so to kick off the series, we're gonna be discussing something that's dominated the back the last few weeks: Project Big Picture. Now, if you're not familiar with it, Project Big Picture was a big six led in particular by Manchester United and Liverpool to cut the Premier League to 18 teams, scrap the League Cup and Community Shield and provide more financial support for EFL clubs outside the top division. Now, this all sounds wonderful. But the Big Six will have considerable power in terms of voting rights for the big issues. So, is this a genuine attempt to help out with the financial problems of EFL clubs or is it just a power grab by the Big Six? Alex? Well, I I haven't done an awful lot of research on this, you know that. But when this was all first proposed and it was put on Twitter and Instagram and wherever you saw it, it was like how I saw it. It was quite it was perceived as quite a quite a bad idea, and I didn't you know as you know I didn't read a lot into it, but I saw it and I thought it was it was more leaning towards the the power grab of the top six, the bigger clubs, the ones with the money, rather than the ones in the EFL. Who you know, you've got the likes of Wigan, you've got all them kind of clubs who who need the money, and I just can't see them benefiting from it. Well, financially, of... I mean, financially, I can hugely. I mean, twenty five percent of combined Premier League and EFL revenues would go to the EFL clubs. That is currently at four percent. So that's a massive increase, and there's two hundred and fifty million up EFL clubs after the coronavirus. Would it though? Would it though? That's I the mean, question. Well, it would have to, but I mean, the big catch is voting rights. I mean, that no one's going to vote for that, are they? Give I mean, me a bit more on the voting rights. Give me a bit more so, on the voting rights. I've heard literally nothing about those. So at the moment, there's there's every club in the top flight has uh, so one club, one vote. That's what it's called. One club, one vote. And in order for uh, a decision to be passed, a majority of fourteen clubs. But, okay, but this would be taken away. So the top, they're called the big nine rather than the big six. It's the big six plus Southampton, Everton, and West Ham. So they, oh, oh, we don't need six out of that nine. It's convenient that was West Ham who have just had a big takeover, a big stadium. Everton who have not long ago had quite a big takeover. Was it Southampton? Southampton, yeah. They got they got a bit of money about tonight. Yeah, and one of the big decisions they can affect is the, is the new ownership of a, of a Premier League club, so they can block a takeover. Should Why they would they be allowed to do that? Uh, well, this, that, that's what the fans are. I mean, if you look at it like because that, you've got you've got Chelsea who who are run by an oligarch, well, a, a former oligarch. You have Manchester United, 
were owned by the Glazer family, yeah. yeah. And Liverpool oh. were owned by Americans. Yeah. yeah. So I to me that it doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense what interest they would have or why they would be in any way concerned. Well well that's 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 another issue is so Man United and Liverpool have come in and they've said, look, this is needed to save football and it you know, it's a radical reform of the pyramid and it's needed. But then I mean you look at the owners and they're not football people. No. They're, they're business owners. So I mean the only way I can look at this personally is the it's not them trying to save football at all. It's them boosting their assets for when they inevitably end up selling their club. Yeah. Like that's I, that, that, I mean, surely that's, that's kind of the only I mean, the only way I can see that going to. I mean, you know, Liverpool and Man United came out and said, "Look, this is needed to save the small clubs, to save the EFL, to save English football." Then this was rejected, and now in the last week we've had rumours of the European Premier League, which they're interested in. Now, yeah. So clearly, so clearly. It, it was self-interest all the way. I mean, if, it, if this one's been rejected, and now they're on about this European Premier League, so I mean, surely then but the European Premier League is not going to benefit EFL at all, is it? If anything, not not in the slightest. It, it would be, if anything, the top six, maybe the top nine, depending on a season that yeah. Everton or Southampton have. So I think, really, I think that now has proven the true motives of it. Really, for me, anyway. I just think okay. that, that that it's a power grab. Um, it was look. I mean, I think they've got a lot of things right as well in the proposals. You know, the support for the pyramid, cheaper cheaper tickets for fans as well. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. What what was in the proposal? Because there was a like a manifest. You said the other night there was because well, we were we were chatting about it and. You said that in the manifesto there was like goodness knows how many pages, so there must have been a few little gems in there, so to speak. Yeah, well, so um, basically they want to cut the Premier League eighteen teams. Um, oh, I want to. I, I just want to start with that one quickly because what benefit would that have at all to cut it to eighteen teams I'm, rather than twenty? I'm not really sure, but. I mean, it's just a reshuffle, isn't it, really? I mean, Is that just reshuffle for the sake of reshuffling or what? Possibly, but I do think it would make the Premier League a lot more interesting to watch. I don't know. I don't know how much inter- more interesting it would be because I, I think the, in, the, the Premier League is probably one of the best leagues in the world, if not the best league in the world, with the exception of maybe La Liga on a good season because the, the Bundesliga is just Bayern. The uh, uh, league, league, uh, whatever it's called, the French league. That's just PSG, and it, I don't even want to talk about Belgium or anything else like that because they have just farmers leagues essentially. So the Premier League is the only one. Oh, on. Well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe got an Anderlecht fan. I don't know, but the Premier League is the only one really that has any sort of comp year in year out. So I I I don't know really, and even as far as relegation goes. You've got your typical sort of Crystal Palaces. You've got, you know, whoever else might be in there for that season. But I think there's always a new team. I, I don't know why cutting it down to 18 as opposed to 20 would, would make any difference, if you know what I mean. No, no, I, I get that. But I don't, I mean, I don't think that's the, that's by no means the most problematic proposal they put forward. I mean, that is... Uh, but that, the, the thing I was saying there was like, I think that's just them saying we're going to do it because we can do it sort of thing. 
Yeah, same same as getting rid of the um, Carabao Cup Community Shield. Yeah. Why? Why bother? I, I, I can't. I, I mean, the Community Shield, <laughs> it's a bit of a pointless cup, isn't it? It is. A, it's, to me, it, it doesn't really make much difference. That's just sort of... It's just it another raise, friendly. It raises money for charity. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, is that... <laughs> is that's, that's that's why... Oh, right, okay. That is the right, entire I had, <laughs> I had no idea that's what it was for. I just thought it was sort of a cup between the Premier League and the FA Cup winner. No. Oh, I, I look a bit bad now. We're going to have to... <laughs> yeah, cut that okay. one out. Cut that one out. Um, and uh, no, the Carabao... I mean, is that just another... Cup for the sponsors. Well, to be I honest, I mean, obviously we're Swansea fans, and we wouldn't have had arguably that true season we've had without the true cup, or the cup, the one cup as it was back then. You know, you look. I think quite a few Stephen Birmingham win it in the last well, the last 10, 15 years. Swansea won it in the last ten years or whatever. Didn't Cardiff come close? They lost Cardiff, to Liverpool, didn't yeah, they? They lost to Liverpool in the finals. So that, you know, yeah, it's one of them cups that. Because a lot of the big teams take their eye off it, unless you pep. And well, there we are. We beat Bradford in the final, so yeah. you know you, you've got a point. They, they do sort of put their B side out, don't they? So I want that's that's. I mean, it's probably self-preservation, self-interest that they they're looking to come. Yeah, out, that's that is a good point. I think that is a very to good be honest, point. All in all, all in all, I think I'm quite glad. Well, I'm I'm very glad that this this has been kind of cut right down by the Premier League. They've gone you no. Know, the rest of the clubs have not agreed with it at all, and they've basically thrown it on the scrap heap. Um, yeah, like, I, I gotta be honest, right. I'm quite glad of that too. I think it's probably for better. I think, I think it's probably a good thing this opened up the discussion as well. I mean, there's been a lot of rumblings about the failing of the EFL for a while. Um, obviously, a lot of clubs like Wigan, Macclesfield. Um, I mean, Macclesfield went out of business for something like a five hundred thousand pound debt. I mean, I mean, when you put that in perspective, with like um, Harry Maguire, that's an unbe- I was gonna, I was about to say that that's an unbelievably pounds. small amount of money considering you've got players like Harry Maguire, even Fernando Torres. Like, what was that? Yeah, Almost million. ten years ago, fifty million pounds. Yeah, it's it's a it's a ridiculous sum of money, really, when you think about think, it. You know, yeah, I know, and I. It, by no means is it the responsibility of the big clubs to bail out the smaller clubs. I'm not saying that. You know, not not off their own back. But I think if yeah, they brought something in in terms of profit sharing, um, more equally across that pyramid, I think we'd be looking at less. Um, fewer clubs going down the pan. I, think. I know. I I completely agree. But then I'm thinking of I, this might not be anywhere. You know, near the topic we're on, but then the FA Cup, you've got the, the what's the prize for the FA Cup? You get the the money, whatever the money may be. I don't know the the figure, and you've got to play in the Europa League, is it? I don't know if you do know. Oh, really? I, I think I, I think you might. I think they took it away for reaching the final because at one point you got the Europa League qualifying spot for um for just reaching the final. So I remember Hull Hull did it when they lost to Arsenal. Did they? They didn't qualify, yeah. did they? No, they ended up in the. No, I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think they went through the deep stages, but they um, they definitely made it to qualify. No, seem to remember it. See, why, why, why would they not sort of improve the, you know, the the. So where am I looking for? Um, like the prize, whatever it is, for getting to the final or, or winning a final of a domestic cup. 
because instead of the FA, I, I genuinely believe that the FA is only really interested in the big six. Big six win the FA Cup, then I mean they're going to want to win it anyway. They're probably chances are they're probably going to have that European spot or better anyway. So I think that they want to monopolise it. I think that's the whole point of it. And that that would lead into the European Premier League, then would it? Um. Well, I essentially, if it's if it's about a monopoly. Yeah, well, I well, I don't know where we'd be without the big six, really. Without the income, I mean, the Premier League, be the Premier League, would it? No, no, you're absolutely right. But then, what would happen there? Then they play in the Premier League and the European Premier no, League. They'd leave. They'd leave the Premier League, and, yeah. and then you'd have to obviously play every year to try and stay in the, the European Premier League. Yeah. But then, if you can't, you get relegated, and. I, I have no idea, really. I don't, I, I don't think that. I think so. I've heard very little on this. I, yeah, you know. because I think it's been leaked rather oh, than really? officially like, um, announced. So I think the gist of it is no one really knows yet. <laughs> <laughs> no one really knows. As far as I've. I mean, I, I can't really find much. I've done a bit of digging. I've got to be honest. I don't think we're going to know much more than that, anyway, because I can't. I really can't see it going anywhere. Okay. If, if on, this, right? yeah, I was going to say, let's no let's, let's don't fall into that little rabbit hole. Okay. Let's let's go. All right. Okay. So moving on, I'd like to talk about the this. So the deadline transfer deadline was last week. The um the transfer window shut. I'd like to talk about this extended domestic transfer deadline the FA introduced. Um. So obviously, it's nonsense, isn't it? It um, is nonsense. Did not work and it's not because I'm bitter. It is not because I'm bitter about Joe Rodan, right? It's not because of that. I I just think it's it's absolute nonsense. I agree. I struggle to see, to be honest, how this extended deadline is like anything other than a means by which Premier League clubs exploit the EFL, lead them with the best talent, and you know, and they know that EFL clubs like us, like Swansea, can't refuse the money, especially in this circumstance. You know, it, with with COVID and everything. You look at Spurs, I mean, all through the window, they were looking at um, Milan Skriniar from Inter, centre-back, you know, good player, Renan, across Europe. And they couldn't get him before the international window because they went off the road in the EFL. Same with West Ham, all summer, looking for a creative player, couldn't find one. Deadline day, they went after Ben Rama from Brentford. I mean, brilliant player. I was going to say, Ben Rama, he should have gone long before the end of that deadline, to be honest, because I think he's yeah, quality. I agree. But, uh, but don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking Spurs or West Ham. That it, no, you any, can't, can you? You can't. Or any because... Club, because they haven't done anything wrong. The problem doesn't they, lie. They play by the, the rules. Problem, yeah, the problem lies with the FA. Like, for me... I agree. Surely, they, they've, surely the, the FA has to do more to protect the EFL clubs. And, you know, nu- nu- it's about nurturing talent. Because that's top division for a bit. I mean, we so Wales played England a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? And we got we got pasted, to be honest. But it, it, nine, I think what was it friendly though, wasn't it? Yeah, nine of that England starting eleven who played against us have at some point in their career played in the EFL. So clearly, nine con- nine of the eleven. Do you mean? I clearly, didn't know that. Clearly, it's contributing to the national side, and it's a feeder. To, you know, it's a feeder to a lot of these Premier League clubs. And beyond, I mean, you've got Jude Bellingham at Dort- Dortmund now, he's playing well. You came from Birmingham. It's hard to see, for me, it's hard to see this carrying on, like, without some sort of support 
from the FA, from the, from the smaller clubs. They, they just seem to be solely focused on the Premier League and the revenue that that generates. Well, yeah, okay, that revenue is brilliant. There's so much of it. And I'm not saying that we need to strip that down or get rid of that or anything. Brilliant. But the gap needs to be closed, surely. Because you can't have Manchester United spending £80 million on Harry Maguire and then clubs like Macclesfield going out of business for £500,000. You know, you look at Knox County, oldest club, and they're in non-league. They're in non-league. They dropped out of the EFL. That was sad. That was really sad. Yeah, and, and but surely the, the FA needs to do more. I think it's, it's it's there's got to be some sort of financial sort of deterrent as well for the big clubs because they're coming in with all their money and they're splashing their cash and you know we'll buy I you know we're going to use a Swansea Swansea example because you know these are the ones we know whether or not anybody else will but they they came in and Man United bought Dan James for fifteen million. Sheffield Bournemouth for 20 million and recently now it was um, Joe Roden Spurs tw- uh, 15 million again and there's there's no sort of you know they, they come in with their money and they say oh, 15 million pound and they twisted our arm what can you, and when Barney went to Manchester City for 30 million there's nothing we could have done about it because we weren't in a position to turn the money down but then if that there was, was a, te- a deterrent million, 28 million 30 I, I yeah. can't remember but uh there's, they they got to come in and say, right, well, if you're paying that sort of money, you've got to pay sort of an extra goodness or so many for appearances or if you not if you don't play them or if you send them out on loan, then you've got to pay the club that they kept their parent club or previous club a certain amount. Of I think it's got to be something like that just to try and stop them from... It's, it's, well, you know, are you going down the lines of financial fair play then? Cause I think I am, to be honest with you. I think it's got to be... That's clearly not worth it. Because obviously because. Man City, Man City, are let, we're gonna have to say led broke the rules. Um, last yeah, year they were. They weren't. They were. Yeah, they weren't found guilty, were they? But you know, they were banned from Champions League. Then it got overturned, and I just feel like no, there's no form of redress for any of these clubs, any of the big clubs who are spending. You know, I, I, you know, I might not be the biggest fan, but I admire Jurgen Klopp. I think he's a fantastic coach. <laughs> However, he might not be the biggest fan. No, I'm not, but I admire him. I think he's a fantastic coach. And what he's done with for is, you know, I, I don't think anyone's had that much impact on a club in English before for a long, long, long time. A long time. Like You'd that. have to look at Sir Alex, to be honest. Yeah, Wenger, maybe. You know, yeah. Maybe. Probably Jose, you know, Jose Mourinho, uh, 2005, Chelsea, maybe. But other than that. Maybe huge impact but what I can't get my head around is all these people going he doesn't spend any money I mean he does he spends money <laughs> he spends lots he spends a lot and that's not knocking him everybody spends a lot I mean Lampard this year Frank Lampard I mean last year he used his youth and everyone loved it he loved it you know everyone was he spent like over 300 or something million this year. Million this year something like that yeah you know, and that's and, a ridiculous amount of money. And then you've got clubs like Macclesfield going out of business for five hundred thousand. I mean, gap. My issue, my issue personally, isn't with the amount of money at the top. I think it's a it's a source of revenue, for like and everything. I mean, you we saw firsthand around our area. Yeah, in to the be fair, area when and we went up to the Premier League, Swansea. 
I mean, the city would. It was. It, you, it, it picked was up, didn't it? It did pick up. Yeah. yeah. So like, my my issue there isn't with the actual amount of money at all. It's with the gap. They just cannot. There is a big. You know, when the Premier League broke away, I, what twenty odd years ago now, wasn't it? So the before our time. Nearly thirty now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean that was huge. It was huge for the, the Premier League clubs, but presented to the EFL. There was never so much of a gap before, and I think. It, it, it but then that that sort of that that gives does that give the the well the championship in particular the, the biggest sort of incentive to try and say to their clubs right well look look what you can have sort of the the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow and they get all this money for going up and even going down the parachute payment is ridiculous yeah, like ninety something million yeah yeah I agree I, I, I so I, I, there's I, sort of you know give with one and take with the other sort of thing it's a it's a tough one because then I I mean you look at the teams who've come up over the last few years I mean bar Wolves who had significant investment and obviously Sheffield United last year but I think they might be in this year personally a lot of the clubs I think so. haven't managed to survive I mean you look at Fulham and West Brom this year I mean I think personally they're nailed on Fulham aren't good enough no and and that that kind of, to me is due to that you know. It, yeah, it no, you're right. I don't know. So, so, so moving on, if we say there is a problem, there's obviously a problem. We've, we've, you know, we've identified that. What is the solution? So the main, the main one that I found, anyway, has been put forward by just a group of eight people, including Gary Neville, the mayor of Greater Manchester, Andy Burnham, and former Olympic medalist Denise Lewis, and they've called it Our Beautiful Game. I've read the uh, 23-page manifesto. and it is, You've read all 23 pages? Yeah, it is really, really good. It is really, really good. So in a nutshell, they're proposing a bit of a, well, kind of regulated in England, a bit like um, Ofcom for broadcasting and okay, yeah. newspapers, just to make sure everything is done fairly above board and to shift the balance to stop EFL clubs dying. Like like I said earlier, they're not trying to talk to the the big earners that's always going to be the case but they want the way of distributing money that relieves the financial stress on EFL so they haven't actually how, how can you argue with that I've got I've got nothing bad to no, say about that no, but then me neither I mean how is it going to get watered down how on earth the manifest there, there's going to be a oh, go on go on it doesn't have that many detail that much detail in there at the moment they've kind right. of left it as, this is the proposal let's work on it and I really like that. Oh, right. So it's sort of like the... This, this is what Bare we're thinking. Really. Yeah. But it, it works. Right. And they did... I think over 70% of fans asked by the group um, supported it. Supported the setting up of this independent regulator. And but was I, that I would as well. Fans of clubs in the north on that kind I of area? Lower league? Oh, really? Premier League clubs in it as well. Really? I mean, I don't see a well, problem I could have... No, neither do I. I um, but I, I just didn't think Premier League clubs would be so fussed on that. I mean, it was the fans rather than the... the oh, right. Yeah, I did that. I forgot about that. I forgot I about that because I, I don't think Roman Abramovich would be oh, very and, very keen. And that's the thing. How realistic is it? Because in theory, it all works and it's really good. But in practice, it's more difficult to implement. I mean, 
at the end of the day, right, you can talk as a footballing family, helping each other out all you like, but every club is in it for themselves, right? And for that, that's not a criticism. You can't blame them, it's particularly from a Premier League perspective. I mean, if you look at Brighton, okay, so they're a fairly small club, I'd say, to be playing. Fairly small club. They, yeah, they, I, I, I don't know how long they'll be there after this season, to be honest with you. That's no, how small they are. They're a small club. So, you know, given... Or we'll just get crazy fight by a lot of Brighton fans yeah. now. <laughs> I don't think we're making it as far as Brighton. <laughs> Go on then. Quite a small club. And once, you know, if this independent regulator was to be set up, they could be, you know, distributing their funds and their profits to EFL clubs. And then you've got championship clubs like Watford, who've probably got more money than them. Yeah, yeah why, no, you're right. Probably, probably financially yeah. a bigger club. So why would they want to give out money to Watford? You know, that's that's the that's the yeah. right, and it makes sense. Yeah, it, it, it does. Makes sense. And the, but the, the issue is that the distribution of funds isn't for necessarily the clubs like Watford. It's for clubs further down the Premier. You know, you've got Barrow and Harrogate with that this season. First time you've got the clubs like that, and that that's where it becomes crucial. But because of even the... you think about Wickham as well, they, yeah, they I mean, up in the championship, championship, but they they not yeah. by far away they're not one of the most wealthiest clubs. Oh no, no, definitely not. No, and it, but, but that's that that's where the problem lies. Is there's I, the solution you put forward? There's always going to be somebody who's not happy. There's always going to be so that I'm not sure there's a solution for everybody. No, I, I was I was about to say that. I was thinking, so what you're saying is we haven't found the solution for, for this problem on our podcast, no, on our first I, episode. Is that what you're saying? I think I think I have, yeah. <laughs> I think, that, yeah, that's the end. So thank you for listening. Football, <laughs> football's doomed. Football's <laughs> finished. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Well, no. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think that's the point of this podcast. Really, it wasn't to find... I think it was just to... Have a bit of a moan, wouldn't it, really? I, mean, I think, yeah, exactly. Have a moan, give our opinion, and if anybody else feels quite inclined to join in, they more than welcome. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> I think clearly, I mean, clearly, what we're taking today is that it's obviously a problem yes. in the game, England and Wales. There's a huge problem, and it revolves around money because yeah. even now, Neymar's popped into my head. Yeah. With inflation, I mean, the, the inflation of players, but I mean, that's that's a completely different kettle of fish. Yes, that's one for another day. That's yeah, that's that's not one for right now. Yeah, so well we we'll, we've we've uh, bashed our heads together. We haven't really come up with many solutions, but we've had a good nap, haven't we? We 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 filled half hour, haven't we? Yeah, we filled half hour. <laughs> so um so that's it for us from us today. Thank you, Alex, for joining me. But um join us. Fa- next thank week. you, Sam, for uh you know, all all, all the hard work yeah, well, you put into it. Got it, you? This has been this has been what's the name of this podcast, Sam? Uh, send him off. Good. Well done. Send him off. This. Yeah. No. I don't. <laughs> okay, I'll try and remember it for next time. But no, this has been send off. We've we've done this podcast because we mentioned at the beginning we wanted to try and have, you know, give our opinion on certain footballing aspects and reasons why or why not. You know, football is good and or bad. And uh, we'd be more than happy for you to get involved. We'll try and find a way to put our, you know, Instagrams, Twitters, whatever's in the description and if you feel so inclined to get involved send us a message please do because I think it'd be a good laugh to get other people's uh, opinions in as well so yeah yeah definitely should we call it a day then 
yeah, that's it from us. But um, I suppose I'll, yeah. Next week, week after, maybe sure. when. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see you in the near future. Yeah, in the near future. So, thank you for listening. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Take care. See you later.